Hi, my name is Jen, and welcome to this movie's gay. Ooh, we finally found it, a lady and gentleman. Ooh, Corwin, guess what? Before we started recording, I screamed into a pillow because I don't think I'll ever find true happiness. I'll never be content, just like Alexander Hamilton, except one day... I will duel myself with a gun. <laughs> Why do you keep going? <laughs> I just I just stare at him until he stops, and then he just keeps going. And I'm like, all right. Well. I don't see him staring. I, actually, I think you're just lapping me in, just saying. You, you have to interrupt That was a him. disgusting noise, and I never want to hear it again from you, James. For James, you have to interrupt it. him. I know. Well, you oh, can't look at his eyes. I love oh Jesus God. Christ, guys. I'm a born-again Christian. Speaking of born-again Christian, the movie this month, this Was written, directed was... by JC himself, son. Is it just me? From 2010. And we also have a special guest with us this week. The wonderful... Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> You've listened to the show. Uh, it's Jose amazing. from Hit It and Critted. Oh, yes. Jose it. Okay. Well, my real name is... So I don't know if you know this, Corwin, but my real name is Joselito. I mean, that's what it is on Facebook, so I assume. Yeah, but like my friend Wes didn't know that. <laughs> he had me on Facebook <laughs> for a while, and when I went on his podcast, he was just like, so how, like, what is your real name? <laughs> and I told him, and he was just like, all right, solid. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. He so, loves yeah. letting people know his full name is Joselito. Well, not really. You're like a child who's like... Guys, I'm five, yeah, but so, instead it's, I'm Joselito. No, James, no, if no, anyone no. in the room is like a child, it would be exactly <laughs> you doing all the bits that you do. Yeah, so the thing is... Oh, is like, yes, I would love to see a five-year-old scream, I'm going to duel myself. <laughs> Mother, father, where's the pistol? Have you been around children? Because that is something a child would say. They just put yeah. the gun in their mouth like that on uh, Faces of Death, that guy who was at a podium and just pulled out his friggin' gun and shot himself in front of a crowded room. I watched that in high school. Yeah, me too. And then there, there's a lady in the background after there's blood just pouring out of his nose. She goes, call an ambulance. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck are you going to do about that? So the thing about that, James, is I keep getting in trouble from people I know personally, like my mom, my girlfriend, fuck and my mom. cousin. <laughs> fuck your girlfriend. They, fuck your cousin. They're just like be proud of your name and i'm like some people don't know how to pronounce it so i'd rather them just say jose people don't know how to pronounce joselito yeah people are fucking stupid you know how, you know how many times people have butchered it yeah. how, how many how times are, people have butchered okay. corwin yeah so like here's a few examples <laughs> some people have said uh joselito rosalina which doesn't what? make any sense joselito joselito it was weird i don't know jo that person was joselito are you sure they didn't? They just weren't Southern. No, they were, <laughs> they said Josel Ito. Oh my I god! I loved at Burger King when we would get anything that had a Spanish name, or sometimes with Parmesan. You'd think people would know that, but they would go, "Can I get that Parmesan marinara sandwich?" <laughs> and it's like, "Oh my god!" But someone once said, "Can I get the cheddar jalapeno sandwich?" No, I'm. It's so bad. What are some words that you fuck up regularly, James? Minin. <laughs> what? It's minute, but he oh. says minin. Oh, amazing. I have been correcting myself, over-correcting. I know, I know. I always fuck up arithmetic. 
every single time I see it written, I'm just like, that arithmetic over there. <laughs> I Every fucking time. During podcasts, especially in episode summaries, I mostly speak in Sentai, I would put aesthetic in there, but then I would, I, I, I go aesthetic now <laughs> because I, I lisp sometimes when I'm just frantically trying to plow through the episode summary. I love when people mess up words mostly because they've seen the word written, but they've never said it out loud or heard it said out loud, which is me and, and arithmetic. Every single time I read it as a child, I'm like, arithmetic, sure, that makes sense. Or Hermione Granger. My si- I actually called her Hermione, and then all of like my siblings and my dad were all like, no, it's Hermione. <laughs> it is not Hermione, it's Hermione. And I'm like, okay, sure. I hope Live you- your best. Sure, Jan. I hope you friggin' hex them hardcore. Always. Throw those hexes. You ever hexed anyone? Yeah, in D&D. Nice. (laughs) Any words you fuck up? Oh, everything. Amazing. Uh, Because Spanish was my first language, and then I went to a very predominantly white elementary school, so they kind of, like, made me forget Spanish. So I've been, like, relearning Spanish, and, like, English, just in general, is just really hard for me sometimes. (laughs) It's... I just mispronounce everything. I think English is hard for a lot of people. And that's just because English is stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. Do you just really identify with the Adam Sandler movie Spanglish? I've never seen it. Oh, What it's, the fuck is that? It's an Adam Sandler movie. It's one of his dramedies. It's okay. That exists? Yeah. Yeah, I know what movie you're talking about, but I haven't... They're like, put a fried egg on a sandwich. No, yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I know that you just bit, said but I don't... dramedy, and I... What? Yeah. yeah, it's like a comedy drama. Like It might still be on Netflix. I don't know. Oh, my God. Even if it is, I probably wouldn't watch Speaking it. Speaking of dramedies, though, this is what this <sighs> movie... This movie was oh built as God. a rom-com, so it's actually been on my list for a minute because I watched it a long time ago, and it's a little over on Google. It says it's an hour and 52 minutes, but that's a lie. It's actually an hour and a half. So I hadn't watched it until now with James because James likes the movies being 90 minutes in and out done, done, done. So anything that's over that, I tend to shy away from a little bit until we have like a guest or like something good so that we can really like sit in and enjoy the movie. And yeah, this one was actually an hour and a half and Jose wanted, Joselito wanted to do a rom-com. You, you could say Jose. Um, Everybody else calls me Jose. I mean, as long as I said Joselito right, then... <laughs> oh, uh, you're good. Uh, Rosalina, what'd you think of the movie? Uh, so since he wanted to do, he wanted to do, I asked him what he wanted to do. He said a rom-com. So I, I was like, I okay, did. this one. And we watched it. And I will say, before we get into a, a brief synopsis of the movie that uh, I didn't think it was either rom nor com. I friggin' lovely bones was more rom <laughs> and com. Oh God. Okay. We've Does, heard that joke six times. What, can I quickly say something about lovely bones? I was with an ex when we saw that. Why did you and bring it up? No, uh, just we walked out. Everything seemed fine. And then she went into like an offshoot. We saw opening weekend. So there was quite a bit of people there. She walked away from traffic. And just started bawling out of nowhere. She didn't tell me what about the movie hit her emotionally, why she was crying. She just said, I never want to see that movie ever again. Oh, my Incredible. God. It's because it was so funny that she needed to cry. I think she might have <laughs> um, thrown people into sinkholes. 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. I've never seen that movie. I have no idea. I, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. So you're just you're oh, just speaking to two people that don't know what the fuck that movie is sad. about. I know it's sad because like everybody yeah. in my elementary school would talk about it, and then they're like, whenever we would talk about like what movie made us cry, and a lot of people were like, "The Lovely Bones," and okay. I was like, "I get it." I'm over here like Monster Pies. So <laughs> Monster Pies made me cry. Think about this. You know when you. That sad feeling before you leave a hotel and you you don't want to forget anything because if you you know if you forget it you will never see it again. Yeah. Picture that. I call but, that anxiety. But it's throwing a teenage girl's body into a sinkhole. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just want a um, little disclaimer. I did not suggest rom com. Corwin asked me, <laughs> what movies do you want to watch? And I was like, I'm down for anything. And he's like, well, like what genres? I was like, I like dramas. I like comedies. I like romantic movies. I don't like rom-coms. any of you saying any of that. Because you were what, drunk. Was, okay. And you're like, let's do a rom-com. And I was like, all right, fuck it. That's hilarious because I don't remember that conversation. I remember being like, oh, yeah, you should be on the podcast, all of that. But I don't remember talking about genre while we were drinking that was the other night when we were drinking and uh eating that and I chicken said, fancy tasty i said tasty mm, amazing tasty tasty not the chicken the only one the that was good was, was the kfc one. <laughs> that kfc was good that shit was bomb everything else sucked but uh if you've if you've listened to the the podcast hey. before uh you know that we like to get the guests to do an awkward uh quick synopsis of the movie so it's your time to shine all right i hey, got this really quick jose where might people know you from uh i'm from uh hidden and critted another mlm pod thank you that's yeah didn't he say that earlier no not at all he I, did when we I, introduced you he was did like, i'm yeah oh i might have just been thinking too much about why you didn't call yourself Joselito. <laughs> i was perplexed <laughs> I play Girum on Hit It and Critted. It's a D&D podcast. You, you've uh, heard Rudy and Corey. They're also from uh, Hit It and Critted. What movie did they watch? We watched... It was for Pride Month. I yeah, I don't remember the name of the movie. I don't. E- I know the movie. I yeah. do not remember the name. <laughs> All right, so it starts off. This man, Blaine, is in a coffee shop. Or no, is he? did it start off with him in the coffee shop? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's writing for USA to Gay. The headline of the story that he's going to write is called, Is It Just Me? Wow, that's the name of the movie, which is also really, like, it really bothered me because I thought this movie was going to be about, like, a stand-up comic. Like, when they, <laughs> you can see why, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Basically, he's talking about how everybody just wants the same thing, you know, on every dating app. They just want, you know. Just sweet kisses. Just lovely hugs and uh, bones. Also, quick aside, Rudy and Corey were on the episode 30, Appropriate Behavior. There you go. The men in this movie were trying to give some lovely bones. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say lovely. Lustly bones. I would just say bone. They just want a bone. Ooh, like that comic book? Yeah. There's a comic book named Bone. Is it a comic? I thought it was a graphic novel. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> The amount of times with MC Deep in the Fed, they've had this, they've had this fucking argument about the Watchmen so many times, and I don't care. I know the difference between it, but I'm pretty sure Bone came out in single issues. Nicole, am I right? Nicole said, "I don't fucking know." Uh, I, I just said that. that to piss you off. That's incredible. 
All right, continue with your synopsis. So Blaine goes home and sees his uh, TV still on with what I want to say is like a a compilation of like softcore gay porn, <laughs> which was pretty <laughs> lackluster, if I do say so myself. Uh, and he turns off the compilation and hears his roommate having sex. So he goes into his room, gets starts writing again or no? A magazine starts talking to him. And I have a note about this. And it's like the magazine guy talking to him. It's like every dating app when a fuckboy is trying to be relatable and sound caring. That's what he sounds like. Um, Me. You know, like there's more to life that I want than just what's behind that zipper. And it's just like, but do you though? Do you though? But do you though? Do you? Yeah, I want what's behind that friggin' brassiere strap. And he had like the tiny, like his shirt was open and he had like this tiny red heart on his chest, which was trash. <laughs> like, I don't understand. And it was off centered. It just wasn't good. I, I didn't understand that. He should have just ripped that shirt all, all right, the way. All right. More, more of this movie. What happened in the movie? You also don't need to go scene you by scene. You don't have to go scene by scene. You can just uh, give a brief, like, you could just like plow so through it. So Blaine meets somebody online and it's the man of his dreams. And they talk on the phone for a while, but they've met a few times. The first time they met, he had an encounter with the barista. The coffee was only going to be five bucks, but apparently just for uh, aggravation fee, charged him seven. And then he got it like he asked for the coffee extra hot and then he walked away and it was cold. And the um, Xander, who was right behind him, the love of his I life. I hate that name. Xander. Oh, Xander. I feel so alive. Orders the same thing, but gets it for free because the barista likes him. And Blaine comes back to return it because it was fucking cold for and some full reason. full of grounds. Yeah. So Xander just gives it to him. So later on. He's like, you put a used coffee bag in here. <laughs> coffee filter, I should say. They talk on the phone for a bit, and then Blaine sees Xander again, and it's he has this like daydream of them living together and being in love. And, and kissing just like barely on the lips. Yeah, and they uh Xander like carries Blaine over the threshold. And then he <laughs> You know, can I quickly say something? Xander is the man of Blaine's dreams, but Blaine is the man of Xander's strings. What? <sighs> okay, oh so God. so the reason why James just said that is cuz Xander only has two personalities. He's from Texas and he plays a guitar. Uh, and his just... accent is just fucking horrible <laughs> i thought it was sultry it was fucking horrible oh is that one we can add sultry? you got sensual sexy now we have sultry sultry and then i don't remember the other ones i don't know i don't either jose you remember them no damn it uh <laughs> what happens next uh fuck uh, it ends up switched up because Blaine oh, yeah. was Blaine on Cameron. Was on yeah. Cameron's dating app and then is like, oh, I can't just tell the truth. And yeah. then they... It just goes on and on of them like not telling the truth of who's who. And Cameron's pretending to be Blaine and Blaine's pretending to be Cameron. And Xander's in love with Blaine's personality but well thinks yeah. it's cameron's face yeah so then it just goes on and on and he goes god damn it cameron yeah god he was such a <laughs> fuck boy cuck and let then him finish the synopsis xander gets drunk at the go-go bar that cameron dances at and cameron brings xander back home 
so Xander and Blaine can hang out, but Xander wants to get with Cameron because he thinks that's Blaine. And he get he Xander got too drunk, and Cameron took Xan, uh, Xander to the bathroom so he can throw up. But Blaine thought they were having sex, which how they were talking. I who ta- who cleans up puke like that? Of like, oh yeah, it's gonna feel good. Just let it out or whatever. I've heard f- a lot of people say that, and he didn't say it like you're saying it like he said it sexually. He's like, it's gonna feel. You're gonna feel better when you let it out. Yeah, like he he was like consoling him from throwing up. It's like, just let it out all over the floor. It's like, don't worry. It's a little wet. It's okay. Don't oh, yeah. worry. And then Blaine gets angry at Cameron and thinks he lo- he lost uh, Xander. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't really get into detail about how this <laughs> fucking movie was because this was fucking ferocious. Okay. Can I like, quickly say then, atrocious? I'm just going to pop the Wait, wait, wait. No, the... it's something on that. If this were in the fashion of the gay rom-coms we've seen, like, if they truly wanted it to be comedy, when he's thinking they're having sex, he should have started dry heaving. And then Blaine should have been like, Cameron must have such a big dick. Because <laughs> he's like, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I got I thought you said oh I thought you meant Blaine would start dry heaving. And I'm like, why would Blaine be dry? No, heaving? no also, their names are confusing because <laughs> one's is Cameron, but also Blaine at the same time. And James has a hard time telling people apart in any way. It's confusing because this movie was confusing. You don't know if it's romantic. You don't know if it's a comedy. (laughs) Is it even both? So they get all mixed up. Eventually, real Blaine and Xander hang out more. Blaine is more in love with him. Xander is seeing like, oh, this is sort of the person that I was in love with, but doesn't realize that the guy he was talking to on the phone was Blaine. Because they- And it was that guy. Freaking voice. They don't even sound the same. They don't sound the same at all. Xander gets one of the movies that Cameron was in, watches it, and then at the end sees that it's Cameron's name at the credits, not Blaine's, and then has a confrontation with Blaine. Then Blaine acts like a little dick. Cameron's like, whatever, dude. I didn't sleep with him, blah, blah, blah. And then Blaine and Xander sort of fight, and then Blaine goes off and acts like a sad sack like he is, and then he comes back home, and Xander is in his home serenading him. And that's the movie. Fucking horrible movie. And at that last scene, so we see Blaine walk in, go to his bedroom, and then... We start hearing freaking guitar outside, you know. Because he has a CD in a present on his bed, and he plays it. It's Blaine's song by Xander, and, and it doesn't crying. have any guitar in it, even though Nicole guitar is half of, out. half of Xander's personality. Then he walks out, but that means Xander was in the living room, and Blaine walked past him. Then he, as he went into the bedroom, he probably pocked it. Po- Pocked out of the freaking couch and then and lit, then lit the candles. candles real quick and then started essentially playing guitar bing, after he heard bing, the CD bing, playing. Bing. And somehow lit all the candles in lucky, the living room. Lucky that Blaine didn't put the headphones on to listen to the music so that he knew he could play his guitar. Also, I think I know why he didn't. He wasn't able to differentiate between their two voices because he can only hear guitar chords, baby. God. Ring, I mean, ding, ding, also ding, another ding. thing: the montages in this in this movie was yeah, fucking <laughs> horrible. The first there like are better them. montages in Vampire Boys. Ooh, heating on them. So 
the first montage we see of them falling in love now that they're hanging out, they put in a CD and they're sitting at a computer desk. <laughs> With looking, one chair. Yes, one chair looking at iTunes. And not even both of them could sit in the chair. Like, I, I said, move over to the couch. Yes. They're just, they're just looking at laptop. the track list. They're just looking at the track list. Oh, my God. One of them's awkwardly standing there while the other's sitting in the big comfy desk chair. And to Not even of, sitting in each other's lap. Come on. Since it was an underground band, there is a likelihood that the track list didn't even come up. Exactly. It was just track one, track two, track three, and so on. Beautiful. Oh my God. I did say that, so I did watch this movie a while ago and I didn't remember it being this bad. I remember enjoying it, but I feel like the the reason I enjoyed it was depression. So you're welcome. <laughs> What'd you want, James? So when you, <laughs> when you put a music CD into a computer, it will- I'm aware. It, oh, I'm making a joke because you don't know. know music. I I'm aware of that. Because I play video games. Oh, we, you have the soundtracks to video games? I have the soundtrack to Tomb Raider. That's a weird one. It. Oh. I have the Kirby soundtrack. I have the Final Fantasy. I Fantasies. have the Dragon Age Inquisition soundtrack. Did That's it come with one. it? Yeah. Oh, baby. That's a good one. That's a good one, baby. What's your favorite video game soundtrack? Uh, fuck. I don't know. This is a hard question because, like, Legend I'm not- of Zelda. I do, I Gerudo do Valley. Love, Ooh, yeah, I do love all the music from Legend of Zelda. I think a lot of Nintendo games do a really good job with their music, like uh, classic Nintendo games. Like Mario's always had a good soundtrack. Uh, Zelda's always had a good one. Kirby, I love the soundtrack. Oh, I love Kirby. Kirby. Final Fantasies are usually pretty good. That's what I hear, but I never played it. Final Fantasy VIII has the best one. That's if Nicole, if you ever have to. Put me off life support. Please make sure f- the Final Fantasy VIII, probably like the Balam Garden theme is playing. And you know that I will have gone out. Like no matter how much I'm like seizing and shaking, know that I am at peace in my mind. I don't like this. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to. It's got to be on vinyl though, Nicole. 150 gram, no less. Oh my God. You are a hipster. Oh, I'm lying about the vinyl part. <laughs> you know? What's what does up? that mean? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh. Yeah, so this movie, yeah, Blaine, the main character is—he's just such a sad sack. He That's, deserves everything he got, which is, oh my god. he doesn't deserve anything he got. He oh, ended yeah. up getting the guy and, and the, the job. job. Oh yeah, fuck this dude. So he also during the movie there was this recurring thing. Where they, this phone in the hallway would ring, which they had a landline. Who the fuck has a landline it's 2010. anymore? 2010. And it's, yeah, who the fuck has a landline in 2010? Come on. Come on. We had cell phones then. I had a landline in 2010. Oh, my God. Where I was living. So lame. Had a landline. Wow. So I'm wow. calling you all lame. Anyway, he had the landline. They kept answering it, and it was LA Times trying to sell them with a subscription. So they wouldn't even listen anymore and would just start yelling and then hang up the phone and it happened apparently to this guy trying to call and give this give him a job the guy called back later and left a message like hey this is blah blah with the la times sorry about our subscription department but actually i'm calling because you know i like your columns and i want to give you a job and blaine doesn't even listen to the fucking voicemail he just deletes it i have an issue with that though 
How the fuck? He didn't even hear the like beginning of the message. Uh, he saw a color ID. Um, Probably yeah, was the same number. Yeah, he looked at the color ID and was like, fucking LA Times. Okay. Which... Which they would have a different number from their subscription department, probably. It might still come up as... LA Times. Yeah. But also, whenever you answer the phone with someone, like, not calling you to give you a subscription or whatever, the one that was subscription sounded like a fucking automated message. The one, the guy calling you is like, hi, this is whatever, Chris. I don't fucking know what his name was. It said his name. I don't remember his name. But yeah, why would you, like, hear someone doing that and then just scream and hang up? When you're a writer for a column and your job sucks. I mean, he's on US to, US to gay. USA to gay. USA, USA to, gay. to gay. Sorry. And his boss, Bob, is on crack. Also, his his office was dark as fuck the entire movie. Because he's just on cocaine. Yeah, he, he needs to like, hide his light, red eyes. I have light sensitivity right now. He's like, I'm just on... <laughs> Uh, uh, Blaine. Uh, yeah, where's my Where's my article, Blaine? Where's my article? Your articles are bad, Blaine. It's getting bad. Ah, I just want all this stuff about sex. It yeah. was he was really crazy. I, uh, speaking of sex, I I think in the beginning, uh, one of the billboards had the greatest ads of all time. Just gay.com, <laughs> and it's just two guys laying on each other. There was nothing else. It just said gay.com. I think it had some other words there, like lonely. Oh yeah, yeah. Greatest ad. I love it. Just want sex from gay.com. <laughs> there also, there was phone sex. We didn't see any penis in this movie, unlike Boo. the eating out movies. Right. There was phone sex, though, where they felt themselves up while on the phone. But leading up into that scene was a little weird because they were just like talking. And then Xander's roommate, Ernie, who we have not even touched upon. He but might was probably we have 30 the best, minutes left. The we best will character. talk about him for 30 minutes. The Ernie's like yeah making allusions to them having sex and or needing to wear a condom. And then Blaine's like, "Oh, did he just allude to us getting getting it on on the phone or something like that?" I actually wrote it down. I probably can't find it in this fucking time that I have. Corwin, you got to paint a picture of who Ernie is. <laughs> Oh, he said, does your roommate think we're getting off on the phone? And Xander's like, you ever done that? <laughs> you ever done that? He you, just gets you in. You ever done that? They, he gets, yeah. And then he starts doing that sultry tone. So it's like, yeah, I mean, done it before. It's just so good. <laughs> Don't try. You're being I'm so quiet. Trying. I'm just being quiet. But it is right. Like, it's dangerous no matter what kind of sex you have. Just always make sure you wear a condom. Put a condom right, yeah. on. Absolutely. I, when I go pee pee, I'm wearing a condom. Yeah. I you, mean, you too? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just pee and I, what I do is I, I put it over the tub and then I get a little pin and I, I pop it and it just goes, psh. Okay. Yeah. It goes right down the drain. Pee pee gone. See, the only thing I've stopped using, I stopped doing that because it's just wasting plastic. Oh, you reuse the condom. Yeah. How oh. are you reusing the Oh, you fill it oh, up. You, dump oh, it out. you stopped. You stopped poking a hole in it because it wastes plastic. Yeah, James is continuing to poke a hole. You're saving. You're saving rubber because you're reusing the condoms. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. It took me a second. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about that phone sex, y'all. Got distracted. I, I do. I have a 
I have a note. When Blaine and Xander are at the counter with the barista, and the barista is just not having it today with him. I, yeah, and I, I wrote that down wrote, too. I wrote, we stan a sass queen. I didn't even say that I... <laughs> I was like, he wasn't even a sass queen. The barista was just rude. He was just rude and not even cute. Not even cute. I, I don't know what was going on with that barista. Like, he looked like he needed to just sit down and have a good cry. Like, yeah, he was just, just like, having a rough day. Blaine gave that drink that didn't even sound that complicated. It was it like, was, I want it extra hot and I want extra foam. Cool. That doesn't sound complicated. But I've never been a barista, so... So can I have an knows? extra decaf latte with a uh, light cream and extra hot <laughs> it's probably how he just said it well, it made me want to be mad at him well that's just because blaine looks like a sad sack the whole fucking uh, movie. he's like why doesn't anyone love me and then every single time me. that that every single time someone hits on him he's just completely like dismissive of them yeah, like he went to bitch. the bar later after thinking that Xander, after telling the truth to Xander, not telling the truth to Xander, after Xander confronts him about the truth, and then Xander being like storming out and not having anything to do with him, Blaine goes to a bar to get drinks and he just does sh- two shots of vodka. But this guy across the bar playing pool comes up and is like, hey, what's your sign? And then Blaine's just like, exit, and then leaves. What a dick. Also, he calls his friend to let her know. He's like, oh, I did it. I told him the truth. Which you, you never didn't. did. You didn't come clean. You didn't tell the truth. You got confronted about exactly. it. And then you came clean. You had the intention to come clean before you got confronted. But your friends, your roommate and your best friend had both been telling you to come clean from the beginning. And if he had, he might have been less of a sad sack. And this might have been more of a rom-com. This wasn't even like things getting switched up and awkward and crazy like sort of it was with that one eating out movie. It's like the same plot. Oh, yeah. Also, so if they wanted this to be a comedy again, I'm punching this movie up. When he says the exit line, it's what's your sign? Then he kind of like he should have looked at him like this, looked up and down. Then he goes exit and then he twirls around and all of a sudden he has a cape on and then he <laughs> waltzes out the door just like bye that's the attitude he had but he just oh that's, and then he... no his attitude was exit <laughs> you should have said exit and started gyrating like when yeah. james tries to sound sexy in his uh summaries uh, let me try to say something that's not sexy but say it sexily um, happy birthday Oh, no, Happy Birthday is a sexy song, guys. <laughs> does this have any... Why does this not... Oh, yeah. Ten-year warranty <laughs> tailored for voice frequency response. <laughs> I don't know. I don't why know. does it sound like you're humping the mic? Yeah, what that's is what happening? I'm trying. That's what I'm... Tr- that's, that's what he's doing. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> eternal pop shield. These do not have any an internal pop field. We have to have the. I'm. Oh, I'm reading about the Road Procaster. That's the closest <laughs> box I had. Broadcast quality dynamic. I started saying that. Uh, so I started doing sexy stuff while recording an episode with my sister, and I forgot that I do that. And she's like, "Jesus Christ, stop doing that in my house!" <laughs> oh my god. I want to say Jesus Christ, stop doing that, but I can't say in my house because it's your house. Jesus Christ. Please Jesus stop Christ. my heartbeat. Jesus Christ. And make me a friggin' vampire. Okay, okay. One let's I wanna say one thing that would make this movie better. 
what if the plot twist is that Cameron is really Blaine and Blaine is really Cameron the entire time? <laughs> he watches the movie. <laughs> he watches the movie and it's actually Blaine in there and it says Cameron. <laughs> and Cameron's like, I was in those movies. <laughs> So confused. I it would, oh, no, this it would, is hurting my head, Jose. <laughs> Why'd you do this? Because I don't know how it would. Also, it's them just it, because then it is like always sunny in Philadelphia. Levels of just terrible people just <laughs> fucking with this. Like, oh, this fucking hick over here. Whoa, we're we're just gonna be He's a, a cowboy. Uh, no, but for they're, love. they're being mean to him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god, I just just imagine that though. Like the whole time. Cameron is really Blaine and Blaine is really Cameron. And the whole reason why they're upset throughout the entire movie is because Xander found out the truth, but they have to lie that it's not true. I don't. Please stop this. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of ways they could have moved the movie better, but they didn't do any of that. They spent their entire budget on candles. Yeah. um, They barely had any candles. (laughs) Nicole in the background goes, oh. (laughs) They had like five Uh, candles. Well, I'm saying because Blaine spent six hours on the phone with Xander and spent out a whole candle and then he did it again and spent out another candle. And then Xander lit more candles at the end. He lit like seven candles just to sing to him, just so they can give each other a kiss and then end scene. That's it. There was no penis. There wasn't guys. Any, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> Speaking of the penis area, when they're in the strip club, he says to Cameron, that's the dude's name, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jose has me fucked up now. <laughs> that like God, you fucked up. Like, oh, you just people just reaching in and putting cash in your G string, which he we all said not wearing a G string, but then I said, oh no no, he means a guitar string. Also, <laughs> he got mad at the the older gentleman that was giving Cameron a tip because he like kept trying to like he was putting like his whole hand in yeah. his underwear. He's like, what are you doing? You're looking for some change? And guys, that's how you're supposed to act at a strip club. You just jam your whole hand into the genitals. But also, if you, I wouldn't know. I've I, never been. That's not. You don't do that, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're significant, if someone you're like trying to date or whatever is works as a go-go dancer or something like that, why would you go to their place of work and then get uppity about people putting money in their in their underwear? It's like marrying. That's like, exactly what their job is. It's like dating a porn star and then getting upset that they're having sex with other people. Or exactly, it would be like if you have a significant other that is a hot dog cart person. But you love hot dogs, so you're pissed at everyone else because you know at the end of the day, if they have hot dogs left over, you get to eat those hot dogs. So you're scaring people away, hoping that you get to eat all the hot dogs, but then they're not making any money. Exactly. Just ruining his whole lifestyle. So Blaine is sort of a sad sack. I wrote on here like three different times that he's a sad sack. And then I also wrote his self-esteem because he's like... Well, why doesn't anybody love me? I'm so ugly or something like that. And it's like, and he says something about people asking him out. No one asks him out. No one says, does any of this for him. It's like, well, it's because you act like a fucking sad sack the whole time. You act like a little dick. I I come up to you at a bar to be like, hey, what's your sign? What's up? And you go exit. I'm going to be like, if I see you on the street, I'm punching you in the face. I would have just like straight up just said, fuck you. Just I would have been like, oh, you were drinking vodka. Let me dump this vodka on you. I guarantee you Blaine is a SoundCloud rapper now. Probably. Because <laughs> he's just a really sad white dude. 
Oh man! Uh, can we talk more about Ernie? I, he had the also greatest the line. Best friend at the beginning. Whenever Blaine first called her and talked about finding a guy or whatever, and she goes, "Wow, that is fascinating." And then he's like, oh, "What?" And she's like, "Just kidding." She is tired of this dude. Yeah, I would be too. Why is she friends with him? She just goes jogging with him, and then she finds a dude to run off with. Nice. That's what she does. She just uses him uses him to see if the person of interest is gay. Because like, oh yeah, that was there's only like. But two, then he was wrong. There was oh, only yeah. two hetero people in this entire movie, but it just seemed like this movie was all gay people, and Wait, I'm okay with that? that. Oh, Bob. I don't know. Well, probably. No, he said you gays. I don't. I don't. I refuse to. He he's not in my memory. Wait, then who was the other hetero? It was uh, the best friend and the person she was having sex with. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, beautiful. That's it. That's all. Ernie had the greatest line of all time. It was, you're on that damn eye telephone thing again, aren't you? Ernie. Ernie was like the gay spinster character. <laughs> he was Xander's roommate, and he was always cooking. But at one point, he was whisking something in a bowl, and it was empty. The bowl was empty. The yeah. bowl was so His shallow. dog, Donatella, <laughs> is constantly shitting on everything. Yeah, he's neglecting that dog, feeding them cupcakes. It's shitting everywhere. <laughs> also, he claims to have sex with Tennessee Williams. Yeah, he said that he's had sex with Tennessee Williams. He said he had a layover in Tennessee, and he said, but I do mean Williams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wrote Ernie be fucking Tennessee Williams. <laughs> and then later he said that he's like three degrees separated from uh, James Dean. James Dean. And I'm like, yeah, Tennessee Williams. You be fucking <laughs> Tennessee Williams. Uh, Ernie. He also had on a glue mask, I guess. Yeah. At the very I said end. frosting because he loves to bake. It was glue. Nicole said sour cream. And I think that's the best addition yet. <laughs> so... We were talking early on if Cameron was hot or not. He's definitely not. Oh, is that why I wrote hot or not? Yeah. yeah. And then I said hot is below the neck and then beautiful is above the neck. And then in between, if someone's not got the neck going on, I call that friggin' turtleneck season. <laughs> I better wear that I don't turtleneck. Think, if you I, got an ugly neck, get the hell out of I here. I do not think Cameron was hot at all. See... You didn't think Cameron was hot. Didn't did Nicole say he was hot? Nicole was Cameron hot. He's the roommate. The, the roommate. No. Oh, Nicole no. says no. Oh, what'd you say? I said he was, but Nicole thinks I'm attractive. So and I'm just so gross, guys. No one's ever truly Shut gonna love up, me. Blaine. If you start acting like Blaine, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you. Oh god damn it, Cameron. Oh my god! I'm gonna start saying that to Frank to piss him off. <laughs> god damn it, Frank! Frank's already back there yelling at Nicole. Yeah, Frank. He wants to feed. I don't know, but my answer, I did think Cameron was attractive. I don't. Yeah. No, I, don't I also did think Blaine was attractive, but like if he shut up, just if he shut up. Yeah. If he, I mean, okay. He didn't so talk. Not that you don't, but I think I have really high standards when it comes to men. I think he's just not <laughs> what fits the criteria for me. I I think a lot of people are beautiful. Is what I would I would say. Whoa, he's James Blunt over here. You're beautiful. It's true. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that. I knew what is. you were saying, but I could not process the lyrics for a second. When I get high, I'm James Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh uh, fuck. 
I don't know. I just I, don't, I didn't think I didn't think a lot of the the guys in this movie were hot. I and I think it's just because all I, the the other guys, the like Cameron's like hookup, and then the other guy in the coffee shop that was like, "Hey, you're hot," la, 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 and the barista. Like none of them. I was like, "Oh, you're attractive." Yeah. I uh, I, I mean it, they could be, but I none of them in their brief jumps in. I was like, "Oh yeah." And even in the end, I thought Cameron was handsome as well. And I mean, none of them, none of the characters are any that I would, it's just an initial, oh, you're, you're an attractive person. None of them are, if they open their mouths, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to walk away. I don't know. A lot of the guys, a lot of the men in this movie, I just didn't see myself hooking up with them. (laughs) And Xander was also attractive. I'll say Xander was attractive. Xander looked like Jason from True Blood. Ernie looked like who did you say, James? A mix between Bill Murray and Bill the... Murray and Colin Mockery. Mockery. That's Mockery. what you guys said. Yeah, I said Colin Mo- Mockery. I said Mockery, he looked like whatever. a young the guy Clint from Eastwood. No, whose line is it? He'll anyway. let me touch his gun. I mean, he would let you touch his gun, his guitar gun. I don't That's know. Xander. So, Guitar like, gun? Oh, what is Ernie! he? Freaking! I was thinking of uh, Xander. Yeah. Quick draw, McGraw. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. We haven't also talked about Blaine's pen name, the Invisible Man, because he's a it. fucking sad sack. I, I hate I, it. It works on so many levels of just like. I'm anonymous, but also, god damn, no one so, sees me. So I have something to say about this. I have so many friends who are just like that, and it's so fucking annoying. Because they're like, oh, I'm so ugly. Nobody wants to be with me. Like, one, you're fucking beautiful. Just shut the fuck up. And then, two, have a little bit of self-esteem. Like self-esteem so many people is want, very attractive. So many people are throwing themselves at you, and you just don't see it. And I'm not going to name any names, but <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking directly to that person right now. I used to be somewhat like that. You're handsome. But it was used to be like that. You are but definitely I handsome. I have confidence in spades now. I just don't care anymore. <laughs> That's what I, I went into a very fake it till you make it sort of stance. I could, I could sympathize with, with Blaine in that. You know, when I was depressed and when I hadn't come out yet and when I was like trying or when I was starting to come out, like seeing other gay guys and seeing very fit people and things like that and really hurting my own self-esteem, I could see that. But I feel like I've gotten more compliments at a larger size than I am now and just being more self-confident than I have when I was my thinnest in like college. Like, yeah. I think you're it's handsome. all about confidence. Thank you. I think you're handsome. Thank you. I, I like a lot of people. I don't know. I just I I have a big issue with that with people who are like very obviously like good looking and they like constantly like oh I'm ugly. Nobody yeah. wants me. I'm like just take the compliment. It's honestly less attractive for you to say oh I'm ugly. Speaking of take the compliment. Blaine was fishing for compliments when he was acting as Cameron when Xander said, oh, yeah, I'm really liking Blaine's articles. And he goes, oh, really? Well, I did hear they suck. I don't think he was fishing for compliments. That was his boss telling him that his articles sucked, even though no one else in the movie except his boss said they sucked. And obviously the LA Times 
LA Times people thought LA that they Times. were great. LA Times. No. So that was, I feel like that was Blaine in his sad sack, lack of confident self being like, no, my articles suck. And then hearing Xander being like, no, they're good. I didn't think it was fishing. I thought it was just him being a sad sack. Yeah, which I think, well, sad sacks are also, I think, fishing. I think part of being a sad sack is you're saying all of these and people will always come to you and say, no, man, everything's great. You just have to get out there. You're a great looking guy. The sad sacks are fishing for compliments, even though they believe it. They they still kind of are in my eyes. Can I um, <clears throat> yeah. admit something? Sure. Before today, I've never heard the term sad sack. Oh, for real? Never. Oh, yeah. I hear it all the time. I've never heard I call heard that. a lot of people sad sacks. I don't call a lot of people. Just characters. Okay. I don't think the actor himself is a sad sack. He's probably a great person. You want to know a huge sad sack I know? Who? Giram. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Giram is not a sad sack. He's just... He's finding love recently, he's we lonely. hear. I, I have a question for you guys, though. Yeah, what's that? What? what is your favorite line in the movie? Oh, God. Did I write I, I it do. down? So, uh, oh, my God. Blame <laughs> uh, <laughs> being Cameron? Uh, Cameron is saying like, oh, yeah, I read your article. And then Blaine goes, when did you learn to read? <laughs> and was delivered great. And yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was I right in the beginning. Too. And I th- uh, it set the movie looking good. And then it didn't live up to it. Oh, we have done other movies by this director, correct? I think producer. Okay. Damn it. Because I was going to say, hey. But yes, it's the same. It's the same. Uh, one of the producers or directors or writers or whatever is the same one that did 10 Year Plan and E Cupid. Which we loved them. Yeah. This one just was a little bit of a miss. I, I'm glad we had a guest today to do this. I'm also glad we had a guest today because I almost canceled. Oh, my God. I don't have a phone, so. <laughs> <laughs> you would have just showed up and I would have been like, you want to play fucking PS2? <laughs> I would have just been like, yeah, okay. Nice. I would have shown up too. And we would have played PS2. I knew that he didn't have a phone. So <laughs> if I had said, hey, James wants to cancel and then not heard anything from me, I'd have been like, well, I got to fucking go. You would have gotten a message at like 5 a.m. I'd have been like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. What, what about your line, Corin? Um, I, I think mine was the same as james's but i also blaine randomly goes into this like sort of sort of poetry trying to do things whatever the movie literally starts with him going talking about the seeming never-ending quest to find love and then he says something about why in an ocean of beautiful men and i think he says can i not find anyone or something like that and i'm like oh an ocean of beautiful men (laughs) can i say my favorite line just from us talking yeah so jose is allergic to cats and frank was just was just kind of <laughs> like like lounging up to him and was jose was on the couch and i was like dude just like push your foot in front of his face and he won't sit down like he won't jump up to get you just do this and jose's like I, what do i do what do i do and i'm like just like push him just do this and then jose goes not my house not my cat because <laughs> like i would hate it if because i used to have a dog and like she would get crazy and like some people would come to my house and she'd get really excited and like start jumping up and down like to say hello and she had really like thick nails and i had a few people that would come in and then try to like 
discipline my dog without saying anything. And I know you were telling me, but I couldn't process the things that were going on. <laughs> this is all you have to do is like, if this is his face right here, all you have to do is you don't need to even put your foot on his face. You just need to hold it up. And then as he's moving, just do this. And he's so low energy. He does not want to move. Eventually he'll, after five seconds, he'll be like... I guess I just got to lay down right here where I am. <laughs> I just couldn't, I didn't know what to do, man. I don't know what to tell you. I think, oh, so back to the the favorite line. Yeah, I what's think your favorite my line? My favorite one is when uh, Cameron asks Blaine uh, if he knows anything about chlamydia. And, Ca- and oh, Blaine's gonorrhea. just, uh, gonorrhea. The gonzo. Uh, and Blaine's just like, you, you just need to put a little uh, Johnson and Johnson on your Johnson. And I think just the way it was delivered was just little Johnson and Johnson on your Johnson it was just for your horrible. Johnson. Yeah, I don't know. I just couldn't handle it. Yeah, and then we we were watching on Tubi TV, so there's commercials, and it cut right at that. But it will go back a few seconds after the commercial break, and then it was a, that line over again, and we we're like, <laughs> oh god. Do you, let's do like one more note. If oh, you got, I got one. a few more, I'm gonna. You got one. So I just have the thing for the. The rude ass barista that's like, no, not for you, honey. And then Xander saying, take mine. Take mine. You have um, a, co- and then, like, you can do a southern accent. You had one before. <laughs> He's just from Missouri. And then I'm from Tennessee. I know. <laughs> and then, oh, when they first started to talk to each other on the phone, Blaine's like, I guess this is the awkward first phone call. <laughs> Why would you make it awkward like that? I, I hate him. That's one of my notes. I hate Blaine. <laughs> He's like that. Have you seen the Godzilla animes on Netflix? Uh, no, not yet. That, the main character is the worst sad sack. He's whiny. He's just, woe is me. Oh, my family died when Godzilla friggin' beat up everyone. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> what? <laughs> It doesn't make he he's the worst. Oh, he's just uh, the yeah, worst. He's so bad. There's no redeeming qualities about this dude. Oh, I also have a note that they had phone sex and then when they met in person for the first time, Xander gives Cameron thinking that it's playing a handshake. You just had phone sex. Why are you having just a handshake? And this is a very visibly like gay coffee shop. So Give like each you could a hug. A hug. Jesus. It's not like you're trying to hide like if you're trying to hide being gay, just give him a hug or a kiss. Embrace the person you just had sex over the phone with. Well, literally 6 hour of conversation and phone sex. Two nights in a row, by the way. Just a handshake? Oh yeah, nice to meet you. I thought this is what they should have done. They should have said, "Hey, I'm going to head out." Both pull out their phones, call each other, and then say, "Hey, see you later." <laughs> Give a phone kiss. I hate oh this. my god! Hey guys, if you're okay. listening, three, two, one. Mwah. Did you do that too? I or? did. Yeah, we all. Did. Hey guys, replay that and kiss us. <laughs> yeah, it could be a four-way three, kiss. Four-way kiss. Oh, adorable. And then, however many ways, listeners. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Ooh, uh, listen in like a crowded dorm, you know, the commons <laughs> yeah, rooms. And then play it really loud so that everyone does it and make everyone do it. And please film it, guys. Film it. But you got any more notes? Uh, no, I pretty much touched on everything. Nice. Just, yeah, I finished mine out. Overall, I mean, watch it if you want. I mean, if you're depressed and you want a movie to watch while you're depressed, 
this is the movie for you. Maybe drink a little alcohol. That might help. I think maybe I'm get depressed. some ice cream. And it didn't <laughs> resonate. <laughs> like, nah, I, I can't relate, Blaine. Sad sack. Watch with at least two other people. <laughs> yeah. So you can fool Agreed. on it. Fool on it. Or if you did what I did and watch it by yourself alone while depressed. I, I don't recommend that, guys. Please get out of the house and... Because then if Blaine, the sad sack, finds love... Of course you can too. Uh, it's an inspiration. I, it's a it's a movie though, guys. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, baby. Thank you week. so much for having me. I guess would you recommend this? Uh we just did. Yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. Okay. Yeah. And then yours and yours is watch a no. it with friends. Watch it with friends. I would say, yeah, watch it. I enjoyed it, obviously, more the first time I watched it, since I still remembered it. I would say watch it first, sober, and then come up with a drinking game for it. Every time Blaine complains, that way you die. Yeah. Frank's going crazy in there. We got to wrap this up. Rosaline, where can we find (laughs) you on the socials? Uh, Just follow me, our Instagram for Hidden and Credit, that's... uh, H-I-T-I-T underscore A-N-D underscore C-R-I-T-I-T. And then our Twitter is just hit it and credit, no ampersand, no underscores. And what's, what's this show about? A quick synopsis. It's a non-canonical D&D campaign where the main characters are essentially the bad guys. And it's an evil campaign. Usually a lot of the podcasts that are D&D oriented, the main characters are the heroes. And we just want, James suggested that we should do a podcast where we're the villains and it's been going great. Yeah. I love it. And what about Bad your boys? Personal socials. Uh, I don't have any to share. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Not yet. Corwin. All right. So follow us as always at This Movie's Gay on Twitter and on Instagram. Follow my theater company, Sawbox Theater Collective. We do some awesome stuff. We'll have something coming up soon, hopefully, um, for information purposes, I mean. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all of the good stuff. At Core Winning. That's just my name with I-N-G at the end. Yay, guys. Listen to my other podcast, Hit It and Crit It, uh, What the Hell Mouth, uh, and Mostly Speaking Sentai. You can find information uh, by either searching wherever you're listening to now or by going to mlmpod.com. You can also download all of my rap music under Marsh, <laughs> Land, <laughs> Monster, <laughs> For free on that same website, mlmpod.com. Also, please check out Nicole's artwork and merchandise on darlinghomebody.com. She just started doing wholesale, so if you are a store looking to have great artwork, crafts, and freaking pins, enamel style... Go to DarlingHomeBody.com and sign up. It looks real cool, y'all. Uh, before we end this, we just did something pretty cool this week. Do we want to talk about that? We talked. I mean, we talked about it on our previous okay, episode. Okay, never mind. Uh, because this will be coming oh, out yeah. in a week. Okay. Well, and if you haven't checked it out, yeah. we did. We did a, a Marshland Media like joint venture together, trying some chicken sandwiches. This is what he's referring to. Uh, it's on Facebook on the Mostly Speaking Sentai Facebook. Yep, that's so, facebook.com forward slash Pod. Yeah, so go check it out. Watch us. And stay watching till the end because it was very hot and I started to take off my shirt and dancing and Ooh. that got recorded. So Ooh. you're I, welcome. I was nice and cold during the entire thing, guys. It was just hot as fuck that So night. hot. And then I was drinking and there was tequila involved and I am always hot when there's tequila involved. So yeah. I'm Check always it out. hot, period. Son. Work it.
Love you. Oh, yeah, we do. Like, I've been James. <laughs> I've been Corwin. I've been Jose. Bye. Bye. I'm trying to go, like, to meet you guys, and then you guys go to a different thing, but somewhere over the rainbow, I'll find a way. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.